I'm a handshake tater. I'm a spud with a plate. I'm a miracle that's greater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up with golf. I'm doing the best I can. The Trumpeter. Welcome to the Trumptator. I'm Jamie Rennan. I have two awesome guests with me. Actually, I'm going to have three. We have James Edwards with James's Sweet Potato Pies, jamesgourmet.com. So if you haven't tried James Pies, you really need to get into Brixton's and grab one or look up James Gourmet online and order a pie, and he delivers. You're delivering now, right? Free deliveries. I haven't Free charged delivery. yet. Okay. Ignacio, do you go by your full Valdez or do you, that middle name? Please. Yeah, well, I, I go by Ignacio, but... But uh, friends and family call me Nacho. Nacho. So, so yeah. <laughs> so, but since you guys are already friends, then you can call me Nacho. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And you are Latinos for Trump, right? Yes. That right? That's that's right. <laughs> So we're here on this fabulous Martin Luther King Day, and uh, we were just talking before we came on, and, you know, as a country, maybe we're not loving Martin Luther King's dream, but I believe as individuals, there's many that are. Yeah. So, James, how do you feel about that statement there? You know what? Um, I still listen to his speeches. There's a lot of powerful speeches um, and sermons that he gave that uh, just were really awakening people's mind if they listen to it if they go back and listen to it we all know the i have a dream speech but there's a lot of uh, mega churches and uh, very famous pastors today that still use segments of his sermons um so i i highly recommend everybody going back and listening to uh some of his recorded sermons for sure well i have two quotes or actually i have a few but that uh, i wanted to share today Okay, the first one is the infamous one that we're all familiar with, is I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And uh, again, that's where I feel like, you know, we, the three of us individuals here today are living that there dream. There you go. Yeah. It, it, oh, but, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. As a, perhaps as a nation, maybe there's not everyone, but I really, I don't, I, I've been working on... Um, civil rights issues and prison reform, judicial reform for a long time. And I feel the majority of people I meet do fall in this category. And I do believe that there's people who want to divide us on racial lines. Definitely. And, uh, but I think the majority of Americans, I would say a year ago, two years ago, definitely met this. So yeah. James, you agree oh, yeah. on that? Oh, definitely. I mean, we can do this podcast now um, and not suffer persecution or, you know, um, Hundred years ago, or even 60, 70 years ago, they might have been outside with their burning stakes, you know. And we're able to not deal with those issues today. So that's a blessing. It's a it's a steps it steps moving forward. Um, and I think as the generations um, get further and further away from the ideas that they had during Jim Crow, you know, it's only going to get better. Yeah. Can I say something oh, really quick? Yeah. Um, well, as far as uh, myself is concerned, uh, the, um, the United States of America is just a fantastic country where you can actually are free. You can free of, of uh, whatever, or to do whatever you want in your life. And it doesn't matter what color of your skin is. You can be successful. And there's nothing else that will prevent you from, do, from being that. With being in the U.S., uh, you can start your own business. You can um, uh, you can do your own podcasts and things that without being afraid of you of you being censored. But unfortunately, those those things are uh, <laughs> you know um, being infringed on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and and that's something that that we as Americans and we need to defend. One of the things I just love about James is. Uh, James grew up, and I'm, I'm just going to divulge some personal stuff that you've sh shared with me, but he okay. grew up in a pretty distressed neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Went to some pretty bad schools. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but I love James's optimism. He's chosen mm -hmm. that he's not going to be a victim, but he's, he wants to go out through entrepreneurship and show 
and be an example of what the American dream is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so and there, I, like there, I mean, there was a huge difference. So I went to predominantly white schools, and I went pre- predominantly black and Latino schools in the inner city. Um, the education is, is completely different. Um, I will say the tutors are 100% different. Um, the teachers are 100% different. Um, in, in the inner city, uh, we didn't have as much um, higher-end things like books and, and, and uh, tables and stuff that didn't have graffiti written all over it. Uh, definitely the metal detectors was a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the cops, you don't have cops in, in the schools. Um, and if, they, if you do have cops uh, the, in the white um, schools, then uh, they're friendly, you know. <laughs> so there, there's, there was a difference there. But um, the thing that Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King preached about a lot was love, right? And that's my takeaway from that is that you, it's not that being a child of God, you're not going to suffer persecution because you are. Obviously, he was shot um, and Jesus, Jesus was crucified. Right. So um, I think being the biggest takeaway is being a Christian doesn't keep you from suffering, um, you know, hatred and, and stuff like that. But it helps you to deal with it. It definitely gives you a clear state of mind. Um, and like I said, I, I encourage everybody to go back and just listen to his messages on love. And, and it could continue to change uh, people's mindset and how, how you see people. I'm going to do a quote based on that. I mean, what you're just saying is dark. This is another famous quote from Martin Luther King. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. That's right. So I think we have to remember that, and we have to be careful at this time of such great division mm-hmm. that we don't polarize ourselves to the point where we don't have love for our fellow American. For sure. Our fellow man, uh, just our family members. There's so much d- division right now that love is being pushed out and yeah. division's being pushed in so we've got to be careful and the only one we have control over is ourselves that's right and uh and what how <laughs> we're going to project that so I, I would just encourage any of our audience out there listening that you remember it's the only way we're going to make real changes is through love yeah and through light yeah yeah i, I definitely agree with that 100 percent uh one thing that i have came to the realization is that you really need to see people as who they are and and their souls and what they portray with their inner inner selves yeah um uh, you know and forget about the political spectrum right now you know you're gonna love somebody for how they treat you and and how they uh, they behave towards you um and and that's uh, most imp- more more important than than uh, leaning to a, a a certain you know political Side, yeah, and uh, you know, yesterday at church, it was quite interesting. Um, uh, there are some individuals that I know that I I love them very dearly, um, but they they lean to the other side of the political spectrum. Um, so I saw them coming to church, and uh, I looked them. They said they sat down and everything, and and I was. The, the the spirit told me go and say hi to them and hug them and and everything. So I I came to where they were and I and I embraced them. Perfect. And then I I told them you know what no matter what happens in this world, I still love you guys. Yeah. You are my my brothers and sisters and um, that's how we should love each other. You know the disciples didn't ask for a whole lot of uh, uh, help from God. Until Jesus said um, that, what does it profit someone to love someone that loves you? You know, it's harder to love someone who hates you, you know? And they was like, you know, I'm going to need help with that one, God. That, was, that one's not going to, I can walk on water and I can feed people yeah. with uh, fish and, and two loaves of bread. But when you want me to love people that hate me, I'm going to need, I'm going to need some help and repentance on that one. So, yeah. That is, that, that is perfect. That, I, I like that because we all struggle there. Yeah. I mean, we oh, want to yeah. justify why we are upset or why we yeah. have a oh, yeah. 
something bad feelings in our mm-hmm. hearts towards someone else as well. They oh, started yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Interpretations happen in the blink of an eye. As soon yep. as you blink it, you get you, you see something and you interpret it, right? But it's harder to go against the grain and interpret things differently when you see them. No. So, James, thank you for coming on. James kind of was, I, <laughs> it's been a crazy week, but uh, remember, don't forget to get on jamesgourmet.com and order a sweet potato pie from James. Thank James you. also has a, a podcast on Thursday. Just real quick, give the it. Way to the top on the same platform. At 11, 11 o'clock on Thursday, way to the top. And his program is something, if you need something to uplift your day, listen to James's podcast on Thursday at 11 o'clock. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is, I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand and you care about your credit, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 6 million people with credit card debt. Without destroying your credit, they can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. The program works. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-406-0046. That's 800-406-0046. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect an individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action, not a loan company. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. Again, we have, I have two special guests. Actually, I have three because Pastor Jesse just joined us. And uh, for those of you don't, who don't know Pastor Jesse, Pastor Jesse has, he's a man in my book that walks the walk. This, this man has brought people together and has been feeding our homeless in downtown Ogden for eight years every Sunday and for three to four years every Saturday. But what, you know, one of the things that uh, I think oftentimes gets overlooked is not the blessings to the homeless, but the blessings to those that have the opportunity to serve. Amen. 
So I'm just going to let you kind of tell us, tell our audience what you do and uh, how you bring people together. And it's just such a mutual benefit. I mean, everybody's uplifted by it. Amen. You know, one of the one of the things that the Lord shared with me, uh, you know, actually, this was probably in 2000. What was it? 2005. He says, uh, he says, Jesse, I want you to go to the park. And he says, I want you to go to the park right in the center of Ogden. And I want you to go to the throwaway people of your time. He says, I want you to go to the homeless. I want you to go to the downtrodden. I want you to go to those who are in distress. And he says, uh, uh, there's two things I want you to tell them. First off, I want you to let them know that I want them. You know, they are the people who are unwanted. They are the people who are basically shunned. And I want you to let them know I want them. And then he says, the second thing I want you to tell them is you tell them that I love them. You let them know that they are loved unconditionally. You let them know that each and every time you go to feed them. As a matter of fact, the reason why you feed them is so you get to tell them about my love. And those were the words that the Holy Spirit spoke to my spirit. And uh, thank God over the last uh, uh, eight years or so, we have been blessed to do just that. And God has sent us some truly amazing volunteers and servers to make that happen. And it's not just uh, our church family members who uh, get the benefit of the love of our volunteers, but it's like I always say, we as the ones who are helping, we are always the one that leave with the greater blessing. You know, there is there is something about when God has privileged us and he has empowered us to show love and compassion that we wind up with the greater blessing by far. And I am so thankful for the Lord allowing me to be used by him and all of our amazing volunteers. I mean, our volunteers and servers, they come there with a heart full of love. And of course, Jamie, you are one of those volunteers because you have served on so many different occasions and we truly appreciate you. And it's, and it's something special when we are in the atmosphere of people who love and people who are serving with their hearts, people who are leading with love that, uh, there's something very, very special about that. And there's something about that that truly uh, bless us and that truly empower us to truly be the people that God called us to be. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. And one of the things that uh, that Jesse is, uh, told me a couple of weeks ago is that every Sunday in 2021 has already been signed up for Amen. by different community organizations and churches Amen. that... Uh, so first, first the year, and it's all filled for the entire year. So even, you know, other people want that opportunity to serve, and it's already taken. Amen. So they'll have to find another way to give service. <laughs> so Ignacio is the Latinos for Trump. And I'm uh, going to kind of shift a little bit. I mean, I, I think all three of us are big Trump supporters yes. and yes. Uh, yes. here. And one of the things that I love about Trump and I know it's not politically correct to even say that right now, but I truly feel he has the same heart, Jesse, as you have, that he wants to see people succeed. So, Ignacio, yes. tell me what your feelings are and, and how we move forward here. Well, uh, how I feel is uh, that there's a, a very old Mexican saying that says, the lion does not look the way they paint it. Or translated into English, it would be, do not judge the book by the cover. You know what I'm saying? So um, I have read his books, uh, and I, I have, when I first uh, came into the States, um, I, I watched his uh, show, The Apprentice. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Um, and that was actually my first, I came here in 2003. So when that show came on, um, and, and I saw it, I was like, wow. I want to be just like that. <laughs> I want to be like that man. He's fantastic at business, and he's built an empire. Then I started watching documentaries, good documentaries, of course, um, and things that he that he has done that the media doesn't cover. 
Um, uh, he has a lot of charities. He donates tremendous amount of money to them. Um, he he also uh, has built um, uh, buildings uh, to um, to allow homeless people to live in um, in a very low low rates. Uh, you know, with the credit options and things like that. So there are many things that a lot of people don't know. And he doesn't tout his own horn on those things. There's there's people's mortgages he's paid off. Yeah. There's people he's just taken off the street and put in his hotel and given jobs to. Um, he's just been. I mean, and he, so, but I think he gets his back up against the wall, you know, because he he knows himself that he's not a racist individual. Now I have to be one to say sometimes he does not word things. So I like your your saying that you said you can't judge a book by its cover because sometimes. Um, his outside exterior and some of the things he says out of defensive mechanisms that can come across wrong. So, Jesse, what is your feelings on President Trump? You know, President Trump is definitely a godsend. This man loves this nation with a passion. And I've seen this man over and over and over again reach out and help. It doesn't matter who the person is. This man has got so much compassion. He's got so much love, especially for this nation, especially for the citizens of this nation. That is just amazing. And I thank God every day for this man. This man uh, has brought our nation to a status of which uh, the likes it has not seen uh, uh, in, wow, centuries, if not ever. Uh, He has placed this country first and number one. He has placed the citizens of this nation first and number one. And he has just done some amazing things. And we thank God for him. And uh, we pray for him continually. And we just, uh, you know, this this man is uh, somebody who is definitely a godsend. Uh, You know, if you listen to the prophecies, the uh, Trump prophecies, there are so many prophets of God who have called this man a godsend. Literally, God uh, saved this man for this particular time in our history. And God has done some amazing things through our president. And I thank God for this man. And we pray for him again every day. And we certainly are looking for him to have another four years. Uh, That is without a doubt. He is going to have that next four years. And we are so excited. It doesn't matter what the mainstream media says. Says, this man has got four years. All you got to do is wait a few more days and you're going to see it. <laughs> well, I, I love your optimism. I don't know if I, I, I'm going to join in on that optimism, but uh, I'm, I'm going to quickly end this segment with a Jackie Robinson Carter Jr. He was one of the, um, the black leaders in uh, the historically black colleges that met with President Trump. And he showed a picture, and I'm just going to show y'all, because the media doesn't show you to the extent of how many black leaders were there with President Trump at the historically black colleges. But he put out a beautiful uh, post about how much President Trump has done to restore and to vitalize the historically black colleges. And so I'm hoping with that type of leadership, these historically black colleges are going to put out some more incredible leadership in the black American community to help bring us together as a nation, because I truly believe it will be black conservatives who save our nation. And um, so anyway, we'll end on that note. We're going to be back on the Trump Tater to talk about Martin Luther King's dream. And hopefully our audience can just hear by the three of us talking together that that dream is being realized. Maybe not nationwide, but definitely within this room today. Back on the Trump Tater. Radio News with Lance Pride. The Secret Service is in charge of event security at Biden's inauguration, but there is a wide variety of military and law enforcement personnel involved, ranging from the National Guard to the FBI to DCPD, U.S. Capitol Police, U.S. Park Police. About 25,000 members of the National Guard are being vetted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation since arriving last week. Expecting open borders as promised by President-elect Joe Biden, several caravans numbering in the thousands are on their way to the United States from South America. 
Biden transition officials tell migrant caravans now is not the time to come to the U.S. Chinese state media is reporting 12 out of the 22 workers trapped for a week in an explosion in a gold mine are alive as hundreds of rescuers seek to bring them to safety. The Xinhua News Agency said Monday a note passed through a rescue shaft Sunday night is giving rescuers hope. USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy points and availability vary by state. A lot of politics this week in D.C. USA Radio News' Jeremy Scott has more. The president-elect reportedly plans to sign several executive orders in his first 10 days in office. According to a memo from his chief of staff, Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina addressed some of those moves on Fox News' Sunday Morning Futures. If the first thing he does is go back into the Paris Climate Accords, that's a disaster for the U.S. economy. The accords basically give China and India a pass on their carbon emissions. And how do you enforce a national mass mandate. So if that's what he's going to lead off with, he's going to going to have a tough rollout of his presidency. President-elect Biden is also expected to sign executive orders to end the travel ban on predominantly Muslim countries, halting evictions and student loan payments during the pandemic, reopening schools and businesses, and immediate economic relief to working families. The memo also states Biden will take action to address climate change and expand access to health care. From the USA Radio News Oregon Bureau, I'm Jeremy Scott. USA Radio News. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. I'm Jamie Rendon. I have some incredible guests with me today. I have Ignacio Ma- Nacho, he says we can call yes, him. Yes, of course. <laughs> Nacho or Macho? <laughs> Both. Or is it Macho Nacho? <laughs> I'm both. Okay. With Latinos for Trump and Pastor Jesse, who's just an uh, incredible man that I greatly admire, who definitely walks the walk of taking care of uh those who in our society sometimes get neglected and overlooked and uh, and shares the love of God with the, with these incredible individuals. So I just want to remind my audience and uh, what a Trump tater is. So a few years ago after President Trump was elected, some people suggested he might look like a potato. <laughs> <laughs> and so being the owner of a baked potato shop, Brixton's Baked Potato, I didn't take that as an insult and started to maybe have a competition of who could draw Trump as a potato. But then they were calling him a Trump-tater, like a dictator, and I thought, I can't let that stand. So I created a most adorable little character, uh, the Trump-tater, to have a pro-Trump character. But then I looked up the definition. What is a Trump-tater? So right out of the dictionary, this is absolutely incredible. Trump means to outclass, outshine, to outperform, to defeat someone or something, and it means a dependable and exemplary person. So a Trump tater would be someone who has those characteristics. So I just want to remind my audience out there that we all need to be Trump taters. Now, it's not politically correct right now because everything's anti-Trump and they're trying to take Trump out of, you know, he's losing degrees as, <laughs> as we speak, <laughs> honorary degrees, and they're, they're going to try to totally um, take him out of our society. So. Pastor Jesse has an optimistic view of what's going to happen this week. I'm going to kind of go with this realistic view, but Ignacio, what is your thought on that? Oh, my goodness. Well, as we as we spoke, um, it, it, I think, well, I, I cannot say much about it um, because I don't have uh, something to, to back me up, I guess. But I have the hope that uh, Trump will stay for another four years. And I'm I'm gonna try to figure it out because well why do we see a lot of uh, um, a lot of national guards outside of D.C. right now? 
um, maybe maybe everything will will revert as we speak. You know, kind of like what we were talking about, and then Trump really will be sworn in. You know, for the next four years. Uh, I mean, something really is going to happen here, and uh, we are really seeing it. Um, and you know. Uh, I, I, and like I told you on, on the chat, you know, the other day, uh, Latin, the Latino vote is definitely uh, very powerful. And uh, this this past uh, uh, election that we had, uh, the Latino vote went up to 68 percent uh, with all Latinos. Uh, um, obviously, the, Texas and Florida uh, were uh, the the uh, the highest vote of, of Latinos. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, uh, us uh, Hispanics, uh, we are very, we are conservatives. And uh, just like Ronald Reagan, you know, said, you know, Latinos are Republicans, but they don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think you would probably the same, the same among black Americans. They're pretty conservative as a whole, but we've got to bring them to the party. Yes, there is. Uh, there, there are a lot of conservative African-Americans out there. And uh, obviously we've seen that turn out in this last 2020 election we we saw it in uh, 2016 uh, you know and and I, I think that's extremely important for our nation to understand that we do have uh, conservative Latinos conservative African Americans conservative Asians you know people you know across the board who really love our president and who are super anxious for him to get another four years so I think that's something that we definitely need need to uh, keep in our focus is that uh, our country is definitely leaning to conservatism and that uh, it's going to vote well for us. It already has and it will continue to vote well for us. You know what's amazing to me is the president picked up with Latinos. He picked up with black Americans, African Americans. He picked up in all these different categories and uh, had 10 million more votes than he had in uh, 2016, and then somehow he lost the election. So it is amazing. We're not allowed to say, you know, it's no longer a constitutional First Amendment right to say that there could be voter fraud. Uh, that that's politically incorrect, and it's about to be speech that is regulated, and we're not allowed to say that. Uh, but something sure is fishy that happened there. Um, I don't know if I hold the optimism. So I, I have a question for both of you. If by some chance this doesn't come to pass, and I hate putting a negative thought out there because I like your optimism, mm -hmm. but uh, will you be okay with that, and how do we move forward? You know, uh, I first off, uh, and, and, and this is just me speaking, I, I, I see strictly President Trump being four years. I don't even consider Joe Biden even anywhere close. He's not even in the same universe. But if something like that were to happen, uh, there are already uh, conservative forces in our nation that are already at work plotting and planning to, to uh, deal with this if, in fact, it were to ever come to reality. So I really would feel that this nation would be, what's the word, uh, that there would be uh, a lot of extreme unrest, if in fact that were the case. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to just put a little mm -hmm. tidbit in there. When plotting and planning, we're, we're talking about peaceful ways in order to um, impeachment, maybe impeachment well, things, ways to expose. That, but, but also now, uh, when President Obama was in office, the, there was a group of generals who had already planned a physical coup to take over this nation from Obama. And what oh, yeah. they did was they called, who was it that they had called? Um, I believe it was, was it? Well, Jesse, I'm going to interrupt here. Okay. We're, we're, we're not going to go down that okay. rabbit hole. Okay, okay, all right. Okay. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole okay. because uh, I understand. Because <laughs> I am one that um, believes what happened last on the January 6th was detrimental to our cause. Mm -hmm. I, I know that, and I'm also one who definitely believes that uh, that was co-opted by both extreme people on the right and the left, and some good people. I shouldn't say good people. We all know what crowd mentality does to people. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. you, you know, after a Super Bowl or after something else, you can even be on the winning team and go out and do some really stupid things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
but I do believe that there is manipulation both on the left and the right that caused that to happen on the 6th. And it, and it was not to the benefit of President Trump or to the conservative movement that that happened. So that leads me to believe who benefited. And Chuck Schumer came out this weekend and was trying to say, you know, well, President Trump had all these National Guards to protect the White House, and he didn't do anything to protect Congress on the 6th. But the reality is President Trump had to call National Guard people in from out of state. Matter of fact, our Utah National Guard went yep. to protect the White House because he wasn't given the authority to call the D.C. National Guard up. They would not allow him to do that. Right. And he doesn't have the authority to, pre to protect Congress. Congress is a separate entity. They have their own uh, police force and they have their own line of authority. And President Trump, first I was mad at Trump for calling people there and not having the safety protocols there. But the D.C. mayor turned down any additional security in a letter on January 5th. And even though the chief of police of the Capitol had requested security over and over again for multiple days, it was turned down. So my only speculation there is that they intentionally had light security so that this type of chaos could happen, so that they could call in for shutting his Twitter account down, shutting you know, every form of speech down possible, because this was not in any way beneficial to our cause. So I'll let you take on that note. No. <laughs> no. We're not going to go down the rabbit hole, though. Right. Okay. What you said was right on, the, you know, you, you hit the nail right on the head. Now, uh, uh, as has been found out, there were a lot of Antifa and Black Lives Matter people that were uh, infiltrated uh, President Trump's uh, gathering, and they were the ones that led the assault on the uh, Capitol. That's already been proven. So it wasn't President Trump at all who had anything at all to do with that. It was these uh, people who had infiltrated his rally. You know, again, um, Black Lives Matter as well as uh, Antifa. So that's already been proven. So we'll let you get the last minute in on this segment here, Ignacio. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, and I, I agree 100% with uh, Pastor James. I definitely... Jesse. Jesse. I, I apologize. <laughs> but Jesse and James kind of like go together. <laughs> I, I, second, I second your your comments on that. And what you mentioned was, was definitely, you know, fantastic as far as the analysis on what exactly happened. And you could really tell what exactly happened. So, so I definitely agree with both of you. Uh, we are for, we just need to defend ourselves and to be prepared and stay in our faith and uh, trust God. Amen. I love that. That's a good note to end on is that that's where, well, actually we're not going to end. We're just going to end this segment is that uh, ultimately we need to leave our trust in God. Whatever happens this week, that we're going to find a way through it. Yes. And it's got to be through love. So we'll be back on the Trump table in just a minute. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. 
We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turned to the good folks at Little Cloud. They helped me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com. Welcome back to the Trump Tater. I'm Jamie Rendon. I have Jesse and Nacho with me today. Uh, Ignacio Valdez, who's the leader of the Trump, uh, Latinos for Trump. Uh, I just want to throw in a tidbit of information that I was going to save for tomorrow, but we'll talk just a little bit on it today. CNN called me over the weekend, reaching out also for James Sullivan. And as you all know, John Sullivan's been in the media quite a bit. Uh, CNN, on the night of January 6th, had John Sullivan on uh, the, oh, what's the guy's name, uh, Cooper Anderson show. Or Anderson Cooper, which one? Yeah. Okay, Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. And uh, anyway, they held this guy up as, quote, a journalist, just somebody that's just happened to pop in through a window to check in what's going on at the Capitol and videotaping. And I personally know John, and uh, he is an anarchist Antifa member that uh, believes the only way in his favorite, and excuse my language, uh, but especially with Pastor Jesse here, uh, his favorite phrase is, we need to burn this shit down. I had a, an extensive conversation with him in New York, in which I said, hey, you know, John, we're really on the same side on a lot of these issues. And some of these causes that I work on kind of align with what you're wanting, but there's a process to go through. And uh, and it's not always fast, but, you know, we have a process here in the United States, and you can make things happen. And I brought up, and I don't know if you know this, but, uh, Jesse, I, I, I start organization back in 1999 that brought, it's called Two Flags in 2000. The Confederate battle flags flew officially in the House and Senate chambers and on the Dome in South Carolina. And uh, the state of Georgia actually had changed their flag back in 1956 to incorporate the uh, Confederate battle flag in direct opposition to Brown versus Board of Education. So I took on this cause back in 1999, and, um, and we were ultimately successful. Everybody told me it couldn't be done, but we brought together Democrats, Republicans, uh, business community, religious community, and... Uh, Anyway, the flags came down, and unfortunately, bad compromise was made, and it went on the Confederate monument. But they used to fly officially uh, in in this. So I I brought this up to John. I said, you know, it took a year of my life, and it was hard on my family. It was hard on my marriage. But things can happen through this process. But no, his mindset was, no, we just need to burn it all down. And so this is the man that CNN brought on as a, quote, journalist. And if you looked on his Twitter account, you could see that this is the type of rhetoric that he spewed over and over again, is that uh, the world just needs to be lit on fire, that revolution, the only way to solve this is through revolution. Uh, Throughout his videos that he took that day, uh, he incriminated himself. He went into the Capitol building. He he broke broke a window while inside. And he tried to do something to a monument, and the guy said, hey, we don't mess with the monuments. And so anyway, they had him on kind of glorifying him. And then all of a sudden he gets arrested last week. And so CNN's calling and wanting to know, you know, a little bit, you know, kind of covering their their back end on and having this guy on. But um, 
So his brother James, I've been working with James. Matter of fact, you spoke with James on the uh, on the phone a, a, a couple months back when I had you come in, and James was going to okay. New York. So okay, yeah. Anyways, yeah. brother James has kind of countered this uh, movement of John, and and I, I don't want to make this all about them, but what it's about is the the disproportionate way the media covers a liberal black American versus a conservative black American and the voice that they're given. What did, I mean, I just feel like the black Americans are the most conservative black Americans, the most marginalized voice in America. And that's nobody wants to hear a conservative black on the news media. How do you feel about that? Do you- I think uh, I think first off, you have to you have to look at what the media is trying to push. The media is trying to push division. Period, and they know they get the most mileage out of a person who basically wants to tear things down, burn things up uh, from a, from a person who uh, wants to speak words that divide rather than words that unite. Obviously, if we speak to folks who are are of a uh, conservative persuasion. What are we going to hear? We're going to hear, hey, you know what? We have to work together. They're going to hear, you know what? We have to love our neighbor as ourselves. We have to really reach out to those who are downtrodden and to those who are struggling. That's what you're going to hear. So you have to look at the uh, primary motivation behind media. They want to divide and conquer. In their minds, that's the only way they sell newspapers. That's the only way they sell airtime, so forth and so on. So I think once we look at their motivation, we have a good idea as to why they want to talk to people that are very liberal. It is. They, they're the builders. They don't want to talk to the builders. They want to just talk to the people yeah. who are victimized exactly. and want to bring things down. Exactly. Ignacio, what is your thought on that? Um, um, well... What can I say about yeah, just like uh, Pastor and, and and I hope I say it right, James, right? Jesse, <laughs> it's okay. You it's okay. It pastor, oh my God, Pastor, pastor so Jesse James, just <laughs> Pastor <you>. Jesse. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, the, the, the media and, and it, it's just another instrument of the left. Yes. Um, they 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 like to take advantage of of the hearts of the Latino population. Because uh, the, the Latino population, they guide themselves themselves more into the emotional type of attention than in, than than the uh, normal realization or um, what's the other word? Sorry, English is my second language, so I do apologize <laughs> if I stutter. But um, it, it's another, it's just another instrument, and the Latinos pay more attention to to what's being said in the media than. Than anything else, so um, th- there's a, a very humongous outreach done by the left in Latin America than anybody and than anything else in the world. Uh, and we are in. And can I say names yeah. or something? Well, there is George Soros. Uh, he he act, he actually uh, imparts a lot of his uh, uh, big money. Uh, into the media down in Mexico and also in Latin America that now we are seeing all these people from Honduras trying to get into the United States uh, just to prove the rhetoric of the left you know, towards uh, towards Trump. But a lot of people do not think uh, rationally, that was the word that I was missing earlier, uh, a lot of people don't think rational than that they're like, oh, yeah, we're just getting money and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and and cross the border because that's what we get paid for, right? You know, just to prove something. Uh, and and that's uh, those are the type of lies that are being spread out in Latin America. Uh, now, there's been a lot of videos of uh, people being actually paid uh, just to do eruptions and and scandals and, and things like that. So, you know, it, it's kind of weird to, to see that, how, because, you know, feminists that were doing things, you know, here in the U.S., now, like a month later, Mexico is doing the same thing. You know, it's just, a, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's something that's, that's very, that makes sense a lot. Well, I was surprised the president of Mexico actually was one of the last people who came out and acknowledged the Biden presidency. I don't even know if he has yet, actually. But he was holding out because he was not for sure. Uh, 
and we see this big caravan of people coming now, and Biden's saying, don't come because you're not going to get in, which is totally the opposite message that he's been sending. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's the hypocrisy there. You know, they point out the cages that were, yeah. you know, supposedly Trump, and those are the ones that Biden and Obama built and utilized. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm just going to be interested if, if Biden does end up becoming president, which I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cast my faith with Pastor <laughs> Jesse that maybe there's a miracle coming. But uh, if he does, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how he's going to handle that. All the Chamber of Commerce right now are just shouting for joy because, you know, the cheap labor that's coming in, which one of the things that uh, President Trump said is he was asked in 2016, how do you overcome racism? He said it's through economics, it's through jobs and entrepreneurship. So when by halting illegal immigration and putting some halt just on immigration, not just illegal, but even like from India and other places in the high tech jobs, Mm -hmm. it raised the wages of Americans and uh, the ones who benefited the greatest were women and minorities, and uh, and that's how you uplift the population of, of people. So you know, we only have one minute left, so I'm going to ask both of you on air right now. Wednesday's going to be a big day. Can you all come back in on Wednesday, and let's talk about what happens on Wednesday morning <laughs> with this uh, on January 20th to see what's sure. going to take place. Yeah, you bet. So, yeah, so we can I- finish this conversation. So I'm going to let each of you have 30 seconds on just a message on Martin Luther King and the love that we should have. All right. Uh, Martin Luther King ha- had a dream, and uh, it will be in, in, my, in my, political, uh, my, politi- my political work, um, it would be also my dream to actually speak uh, in D.C. about my uh, Latino dream. And it's already been great for me, and I love, and uh, um, I self-portray myself as an American, just like anybody else. Awesome. You know, I think um, one of the biggest things about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is the fact that he really pushed love. And I know that he got that foundation from God's word. When uh, the young ruler asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Perfect. That's a great note to end the Trump Tater on, and we'll be back tomorrow on the Trump Tater. And definitely tune in Wednesday because Ignacio and Pastor James will be back with us. 